February the 23rd, 2024, Luke, chapter 20, the cornerstone. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your loving kindness, your your tender mercies. Thank you for being the great God I am, knowing that beside you there is no other. We look to you daily, Father God, as the loving Father that you are, knowing that you are providing for us. You are our provision, you are our hope. You are our guide, our source of faith, and our absolute rule of conduct. We look to you daily, Father God. We know that in you, we can do all things. And greater is you that is in us than he that is in the world. We look forward this day to receiving our daily bread, that we may go forth and bless and praise your holy name. We bless you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Glory, hallelujah. And family, I thank you today. It is truly wonderful to be in the family of God, knowing that we are clothed in the righteousness of God. And because of this position that we are in, we are guaranteed to face opposition. This is why I continually ask that we lift one another up in prayer. And I thank you to those who are indeed doing that. And please, not not only family and friends who we can see and talk to, but also those in other states and other countries who have completely surrendered all for Jesus. You know, coming from the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 2, says then make my joy complete by being like-minded having the same love being one in spirit and of one mind glory hallelujah let us pray family hallelujah gracious and loving father we we come before you with hearts full of gratitude It is indeed wonderful to be part of your family, to know that we are clothed in your righteousness. As we stand in this blessed position, we we recognize that opposition is inevitable, yet we find solace in your promise that you are with us, never to leave us nor forsake us. Lord God, we, we lift one another up in prayer not only our visible family and friends, but also those scattered across the states and across the countries, souls who have surrendered all for the sake of Jesus. Bind us together, O God, as a global family, united by faith. Strengthen our resolve, fortify our spirits, and grant us unwavering courage May we be like the disciples of old, outstanding in our fields of faith, standing firm against the winds of adversity, 
Let our prayers rise like incense, reaching every corner of the earth, touching hearts and transforming lives. May our love be one, one that is a beacon that draws others to your light. In this sacred communion, Father God, we remember those who labor silently, those who face persecution and those who carry the cross in distant lands. Bless them, protect them, and grant them endurance. May their surrender to you be a testimony that echoes through eternity. Lord God, we entrust our families to you, our friends, and our fellow believers into your hands. May our prayers be like a symphony, a harmonious blend of voices rising toward heaven. And as we intercede for one another, may your grace flow abundantly, healing wounds, mending brokenness, and igniting hope. We thank you, Lord God, for the privilege of being part of your global family. May our unity be a reflection of your love, and may our prayers be a fragrant offering before your throne. We lay this prayer before you in the mighty and majestic name of our Savior, our Lord, Jesus, the Messiah. Family, be blessed on today. Let us go into this word. This prayer is such a part of my heart here lately, and I just thank you for being patient in my doing such. We need prayer. We all need prayer. But let us go into this word today, the word of God, our living bread. Luke chapter 20, the cornerstone. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes with the elders came up and said to him, Tell us by what authority you do these things, or who is it that gave you this authority? He answered them, I also will ask you a question. Tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from man, all the people will stone us to death, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it came from. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. And he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and let it out to tenants and went into another country for a long while. When the time came, he sent the servant to the tenants so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another servant, but they also beat and treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third. This one also they wounded and cast out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son, perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they said to themselves, This is the heir, let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. And they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When they heard this, they said, surely not. 
But he looked directly at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. And when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. The scribes and the chief priests sought to lay hands on him that very hour, for they perceived that he had told this parable against them, but they feared the people. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be sincere that they might catch him in something he said, so as to deliver him up to the authority and jurisdiction of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach rightly, and you show no partiality, but you teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to give tribute to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose likeness and inscription does it have? They said, Caesar's. He said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to catch him in what he said, but marveling at his answer, they became silent. There came to him some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man brother dies, having a wife but no children, the man must take the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died without children, and the second, and the third took her, and likewise all seven left no children and died. Afterward, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For the seven had her as wife. And Jesus said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. For they cannot die any more, because they are equal to angels, and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But that the dead are raised, even Moses showed in the passage about the bush, where he calls the Lord, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well, for they no longer dared to ask him any question. But he said to them, How can they say that the Christ is David's son? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. David thus calls him Lord, so how is he his son? And in the hearing of all the people, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes, who like to walk around in long robes, and love greetings in the marketplaces, and the best seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. My Lord, my God, Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. The cornerstone. Oh, my Lord. 
family, there is so much, so much in these words that Jesus is speaking to us. Again, let us just go. Let us go in prayer. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. The cornerstone. Gracious and eternal God, we, hallelujah, we gather before you our hearts overflowing with gratitude. You are the master builder, the architect of our faith. And in your wisdom, you laid the cornerstone, the precious and unshakable foundation, Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Messiah. Jesus, our cornerstone, we thank you. You were the stone that the builders rejected yet you became the chief cornerstone. In your rejection, you bore our sins, our doubts, and our brokenness. You carried the weight of the world upon your shoulders, and in your resurrection, you triumphed over darkness. Lord Jesus, you've called us to do the same. We stand upon this rock. We find stability in your promises unwavering in the shifting sands of life. You are our refuge, our unchanging hope. When storms rage and winds howl, we cling to you, the immovable stone that anchors our souls. Jesus, our cornerstone, we pray for unity. Just as living stones, we are built into a spiritual house, a dwelling place for your Holy Spirit. Bind us together, Lord God, across oceans and across continents. May our faith transcend borders, languages, and cultures. Let love be our cement, grace our blueprint, and forgiveness our cornerstone. We lift up those who stumble, those who question, and those who wander. May they find their footing on you, the sure foundation. May doubters become believers and skeptics find solace, comfort in your embrace. Jesus, our cornerstone, we remember the persecuted, the marginalized, and the forgotten. Like stones scattered across desolate landscapes, they endure trials and tribulations. Strengthen them, O Lord. May their faith shine as a beacon, pointing others to your unwavering love. As we pray, may our voices blend, a symphony of praise. May our lives reflect your glory, and may our deeds be living stones stacked high in honor of your name, the name of Jesus, the name that is above all names, that is in your name, in that authority that we pray. Glory to you, Father God. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you, Holy Spirit. Three and one, and we are one with you. We bless you, we glorify you, we praise you. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be encouraged on today. Friends, soon to be family, Call upon the name of Jesus as Lord. We love you. Indeed we do. 
grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow.